Great. All right. Well, after some few technical difficulties, which is bound to happen right now, right? <laughs> yeah, yours are quick, though. When mine happen, it takes forever to get them fixed. Yesterday, I had my computer. I have, I have like four drives, uh, two hidden drives in my computer in case hackers went in there. There are secret drives and so no one could find them. But uh, one of them failed, so my computer would not boot up because it kept trying to get that get that drive to, to open up. It took like 12 hours. I was like, oh, I hope my computer is not gone. But then I walked in the room and boom, there it was. Thank goodness. So I'm happy that happened. That'd be the least, you know, the, the worst of the things that could happen because everything I'm doing is via computer. So how are you doing overall? Well, I would say I'm doing all right overall. Um, you know, uh, we we titled this today called uh, COVID-19, the uh, the peak. Uh, right. I'm hoping that it is the peak, right? Yeah, that'd be great. I mean, um, you know, the good news is there's some positive stuff coming out. You know, like for every – and I, I don't understand why our planet is so fixated on the negativity. Like everybody is so – you know, always looking for the bad stuff, you know, and everything that's posted is, you know, it's how many deaths there are, but not how many people healed or survived. You survived. Know? It's always, right. Yeah. You know, it's always the death part, the bad part, the negative part. They'd like, for example, they I just opened up my Facebook page and it had something with our governor and making it negative, you know, about him not getting what he wanted from the United States government rather than, you know, everybody else. Like, you know, that uh, Elon Musk from Tesla, he donated like uh, 5,000 or 10,000 um, ventilators, but it wasn't the ventilators that they were looking for, so they were mad at us. You know, so like, you go out of your way, you retrofit your entire company to do something positive, and then it's not exactly what they wanted, so that they get pissed off. So it's amazing at how we're always looking at that stuff, you know, that on that way. But we have to look at the bright side of things. What do you think? Yeah, um, well, uh, I agree. You know, and I'm I'm just uh, I'm I'm looking at the bright side. This is the peak, right? This is the peak. We're yeah. gonna go down after this and um, move forward. And um, you know, the interesting thing I think is going to be is what is the landscape for the country, but obviously specifically, what's the landscape for our business going to look like after this? You know, are we going to be more in, more in demand, less in demand. Uh, it certainly isn't going to be the same. Um, well, I have to say, I, too. you know, I had a thought, and and it kind of will sum up what we're going through, right? So, and and it made me feel better. I don't know if it'll make you feel better because I know you and I sometimes call each other, but like, I felt like I woke up and there was like an elephant sitting on my chest, you know, like. The other day, I, I don't ever deal, get anxiety. Like, rarely have I had anxiety in my life. Like, I usually can always think through it. I, my, my martial art training has prepared me for so much. But if not, it's made me such a strong-minded person. Even though sometimes I know reality in my head, I, I'm still able to push through it, if that makes sense, where I'm able to just say, you know, I can deal with this. And, and I always will tolerate the worst of the worst. But anyway, I was thinking the other day, I'm going like, you know, if we, you and I own, if this podcast was about the food industry, or if it was about delicatessens or a coffee shop or uh, a pool company, right, stuff like that, we would have totally been shut down 100%. So I think that we are kind of lucky, you know, and, and of course, you know, I've got cancellations. I probably have had 20 
20 or so cancellations so far. And that's a good amount of money. You're talking about three thirty five hundred bucks a month in, uh, in income, right? Um, but the fact that my billing and I look at my billing and it's still going through and people are still paying for tuition and they're still training. Um, what kind of, it's amazing that we have this kind of industry where people are still happy to pay us and still happy to be a part of what we do even in such dire times, right? Like we have this kind of almost magical business in a way. We're able to still, for the people who find value in what we do, we're still able to stay relevant. And and I, I never realized, well, I, I always knew that we were this kind of company but um, or, or business we're in or whatever it is. But um, now I'm realizing more so than ever that people really appreciate what we do. Even even when they can't do it in person with us, they're doing it virtually online. It's pretty pretty incredible. What do you think? Um, I think I said this last call, but you know we are one of the because our last call we talked about hope. We are we are one of the only sports that you can actually do in the living room of your room or in the bedroom of right. your room, uh, right? And 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 still be coached like this via yeah. the internet with live yeah. interactive training. <clears throat> and I know that there are, like in my town, there's dance schools right. that are doing it. Um, the mm-hmm. gymnastics school is completely shut down. I don't know right. about any other martial arts schools. I, I haven't even looked around. I've been so busy. Uh, I I have no idea what other people are doing. I, I would venture to say, unfortunately, they, I, I think, all of them except maybe one studio have full-time jobs. So right. uh, unless unless they got laid off their job, there's not going to be any time for them to do everything that I'm doing, right? I mean, yeah. oh, my gosh. Yeah. Well, that's the truth. You know, you and I spoke about that, you know, personally behind the scenes about, you know, uh, a week or so ago where we're thinking, like, oh, my God, what else can we do? And, um, you know, via the – the internet, you know, we're able to continually coach, but I'm also thinking like, you know, I've gotten so many students that I haven't had trained with me um, in a long time, meaning that they, they moved away, they live in different countries, and now they're jumping on our Facebook lives and all this other stuff, and um, and they're training, and I'm hoping that maybe this trend will continue. Like, they might say, hey, see, can, can I do a private lesson? Like, one guy who's an old student of mine, him and his wife used to train with me, and they loved our school, and they moved, and they, I think I talked about it a while ago. They bought a winery in California, um, and uh, they just reached out to one of my black belts and said, hey, can we do private lessons with you via the internet? We'll set it up in our living room, and we'll set a date and a time, and we'll train. So it does open up a lot of opportunities that we probably never thought of or didn't want to pursue, and now maybe we will, you know, so that's good. But um, I love the fact that our students are still hanging around and teaching and training. That's exciting. Well, yeah, and I think part of that is goes back to hopefully the relationship that you have you had prior to this. I think that you know um, we are a personality relationship driven business, and that is part of the reason that these people, if they can afford to hold on and and maintain and do these uh, live interactive trainings with us that they're that that that's the reason why is because we have had that relationship with them and we had that connection and so i man i feel bad for the 
businesses or schools or whatever that, you know, much like schools that didn't have a good relationship with those businesses prior to, you know, those, those not businesses, but those uh, consumers, the customers, the students prior to because, man, that would be the first thing that would leave, right? Right. Absolutely. And, and um, you know, it's interesting. Uh, Sensei Bodansky, a good friend of mine, um, he wrote that there's, he knows those schools that are still actually open, people going into their school and training. So I wrote, you know, if the schools were still open teaching in person, he says, and I wrote that's just pure irresponsible, you know. And um, for those that are going to those classes, that's irresponsible as well. So, And I hear so much about that, too. So anyway, that's pretty sad. Um, but you're, you're right, though, Dwayne. The, the relationship is everything. And I think that that's been missed over the years. Um, as the martial art industry has shifted and changed, and I have to say maybe I'm a little bit like that, too, that I fell into that trap at one point. Um, but, um, you know, as my schools grew, I became a little bit less approachable or less uh, more distant um, from the actual personal relationship that, that I had when I was first, you know, 20 or 30 students. I knew everyone's lifestyle. I knew what they did for a living. I knew what their habits were. We'd go out to dinner on a regular basis and hang out and do the movies. It was like a little little club and a family. We'd have dinners together, go barbecues. Like, you know, and then as our school grows, of course, we can't do that as much as we would like to. And, and also, as well, um, you know, you have 100, 150, 200 plus students. It's daunting and draining to be able to talk to every single one of those people and have that personal relationship. But um, but it's worth it when you do, because if you do, they, the people, the majority of people will stick with you. Yeah, I again, I go back to as long as they can afford it, yes. You know right. I mean? um, so, somebody wrote, somebody wrote, we did three classes yesterday and ten privates. I'm going to ask in person, face-to-face. Um, yeah, hopefully, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, so yesterday I had a guest instructor, and I know I'm doing uh, uh, the guest spot at your school on this coming Saturday. So um, yesterday I had a guest instructor from my art, his ninjutsu. He's a friend of mine. We kind of came up through the ranks together in the same system. And um, we had over probably about like almost 50 people online with it. And I thought it was really cool, like, you know, especially for the students. You know, they got to, for free, in their living room, be with a, a good a teacher that's traveled to Japan, spend time doing training with him. They're all very responsive and respectful and trained hard. And it was cool to see looking out over my Zoom page, you know, one person, they live on the beach, so the water and the sunlight's in the background, and the next one is near a park where the woods are, and, you know, they're in their backyard. And, and you know, it's kind of cool to see everyone in their own little world but training and going through an experience that possibly uh, they would have never been able to do unless I flew the guy in and you know, you know how it is. I came to your school. It took me hotels and flights and time, and you were taking me out to dinner and spending time with me. It's a lot of work when you bring people in. This is easy. Like, hey, maybe I have a huge projection screen TV um, on my that I'm going to put up in my school. Maybe this is a good thing. I could have people come in as a guest instructor and just have everyone on the floor training, you know, and, and zoom it in. And, or you know, zoom you in or, and then have you projected on the screen to teach. It might open up a whole new world, right? Well, I think that, I think that part of the martial arts industry, it will. Um, and, and I think for school owners to package things up to give to other school owners for them to sell or whatever, 
uh, to right. their students. I mean, I'm talking after this type thing. Yeah, I think that that might be a possibility. I think that's a possibility. But nothing beats in-person training. It just really doesn't. I, You know what I'm saying? Right. No, definitely. I mean, um, no, there, there's no doubt. But it does, like, even if we are back in our schools, um, and, uh, you know, hey, listen, you have we have a good friend, right, Kenny Bigby, former Navy SEAL. How cool would for him to be, you know, at the end of the class, hey, him pop in and do, like, a 10-minute, drill or say hello and give a little motivational speech on what he went through to be a SEAL. You know, like little things like that, once we do get involved and back into physical, you know, right in front of each other, we could utilize some of this technology that we probably never would have taken advantage of. And I have to say, on a negative side, I, I am sad for a lot of these school teachers. They just definitely do not have the ability to be in front of the camera. And you said it last week, you become a better teacher. Um, you're, you know, you're practicing more on how your presentation is. And I mean, like we all are now, but I mean, some of them are just bad. And you wonder, like that, what you see on camera is really what you're seeing in the classroom. It's no different. So if they're, if they have no personality on camera, they have no personality in the classroom either. So they have to need, they maybe want to look back at their videos and go, wow, I need to work on my public speaking, on my presentation skills, on how I teach, you know, um, the dynamics of my classroom and so on and so forth, because that's, that you're, in essence, a martial art teacher is, is nothing but a performer on stage, and your presentation just happens to be five classes in a row. And if your presentation is boring five classes in a row, now your answer to why you can't retain students starts to become a little bit more evident too. So this is a this is kind of an enlightening thing. Well, I've always told my instructors that uh, this is you know this this floor is a stage. My actor my actors are the students and the audience of the parents. Right. And I said, if you, if you perform every class like that, that, you know, uh, when you have your four o'clock class to four thirty, that's act one. Your four thirty to, yeah. to five fifteen, that's act two. You know, all yeah. the way through the night, you should have a standing ovation by the end of the night, right? I mean, that's just yeah. the way that I've always looked at it. Right. Well, every single act is a standing ovation. And the one thing that I would say that's different is that your audience is your class, is your class. Um, the, the audience is also the parents, but, but if you're not, I mean, listen, if we're teaching kids, parents may keep them in. Um, if they don't feel that the kids even are having a great time, they may say, so I, you know, I want them to stay. These are good lessons. However, um, if we're teaching a class and the classroom is boring and the audience is the students and they're just like bored to death, then you know, I'm, I'm seeing it now even with Zoom. Like, you know, I, I, I could see, it's so funny too. I have some, some kids, one kid the other day sitting in front of the camera, he's really close and he's moving his arms. Like he's, and I'm like, dude, are you sitting down? Like, are you not standing up like the rest? Oh, oh, oh. And he jumps back and stands. Like he was trying to fake it out as if he was working, but he really wasn't. And then I could see people and call him out. Are you sitting on your couch right now? Are you, did you even take a drink? Or, you know, like that kind of thing. Um, you know, so we're able to still call them out on Zoom. But you're right, though. If you're not if you're not teaching that every class as if it were one of the acts in the play, then at the end yep. it's a finale. You really have not done your job all that well, and that's a shame. So uh, you brought up the guest instructor stuff. So I, I think yeah. what would be beneficial to everybody is to kind of go through, you know, what we are currently doing, what we plan on doing, you know, those type of things, um, all the right. way all the way through to to the end of, you know, I don't know about you, like, I've already planned that I'm going to be doing this not only this month, but next month. 
Like that's the way right. that I have it planned out. It's, I, right. I, when I when I set everything up with Zoom and everything, I decided, well, I'm going to be doing this through May. You know, yeah. Hopefully, it's not any longer. But so let's kind of share with everybody what we're doing, how we're doing it, what we're, you know, just even the small little things that we're doing to interact with with our students. You know, those type of things. Right. Obviously, we're doing our classes. You're doing classes. I'm doing virtual private lessons. I think you guys are doing virtual private lessons as well. We actually, we actually haven't had any requests for it as of yet, but we've offered it to our okay. students. But uh, but we're you know we we've been doing little meetup groups. So my one guy Ryan will say, hey, all the black belts are going to get together at such and such a time. Let's get together, and they and they're meeting with him. And uh, he's my, one of the head instructors at my school. So he's been doing a lot of intercommunication with the students and meeting up with them. So uh, anything to keep them engaged, I'm happy. And he's being paid. He has a full salary. I'm paying him. So um, he's happy to just be working. He's bored to death. He wants to be doing something all day long. Right. So, uh, okay, we're doing those things. We we I have you coming on uh, Saturday to do uh, training. And just, just so you yeah. know, um, I did blur your picture out. I got the picture of you with the sword. You know, uh-huh. you know the one I'm talking about, and it's it's blurred and blackened out. And uh, so you are you are the uh, real uh, American ninja going to train. Okay. Uh, Very cool. Uh, our students in ninjutsu. So uh, I have that going. I just launched that last night, and I'm at the studio now. And when I say last night, yeah. I'm telling you eight eight o'clock last night. I sent it out, and we already by this morning I have eight people already signed up for that. Um, yeah. Yeah. Like I had my guest guy last night, almost close to 50 people. And I did one for uh, Renshi Adam McCauley, who's also a, a listener of our, our podcast. And uh, he runs an unbelievable school, Gono Sen Karate, in uh, upstate New York. And we had 80-some-odd people on his – and it was just his leadership team they invited. 80 people were engaged. So, I mean, look at that. If, if you're getting those kind of numbers and people are still training, that means that when you do come back, those people will be coming back, right? So – the fear is that certain people are looking at it like like I have a few renewals that came off a family of three and like yeah we decided not we're not going to continue after this and we're going to you know investigate other sports and anyway three of the kids were tough they were tough to teach so I'm like okay my class will be so much easier now but um yeah so uh, yeah another thing too Dwayne uh, one of the one of our friends um, uh, Jason. Kiefer, he actually is doing a virtual game night, I saw. He he sold a package for like 15 bucks on how he set up a virtual game night for his kids. And they all just got on and hung out with him. So there's so many things that you could be doing that, you know, I think you said you're doing a lunch chat or something, like where you're just hanging out with your students? Yeah, so last week I, I, I did it. I'm doing it again this week. We already have seven. Uh, I, again, I just launched this last night, but I already have seven people signed up. I'm only taking 20. Last week we got 20. Um, uh, you know, sign up and have lunch with me. And so we, it's a half an hour. I didn't get to eat any lunch while I was sitting there. So, uh, you know, we're, we're talking back right. and I'm muting, unmuting, muting, unmuting, just talking with each other. And uh, so we're going to do that again this Friday. I figure every Friday will be uh, uh, lunch with uh, Mr. Brummett. And um, also I put a poll out at the beginning of the week. Um, would you like to see Mr. Brummett shave his beard? And so the majority wins. Um so we'll see uh we'll see what happens with that. Right now the the, the no's are, are winning over the yeses. So are you um, are you gonna actually save online too? <laughs> yeah, I figured yeah, I figured I would do it, you know, uh uh 
live or something like that. If that's the case, I'll that's save funny. you know, live. That's funny, so. funny, funny. I know I met, I met yeah. Trevor Park, shaved his head. He hadn't been able to get a head haircut, so he shaved his whole head, and now he's bald now. So, at least, you know, he's got that. Yeah, head. but he, he can pull that off. He actually looks good that way. Yeah, he does, doesn't he? Um, yeah, you know, it's, that's cool, though. So tell me more about the lunch thing. So you basically set up a time. People signed up. Did you use software for them to sign up so you could limit who, who did it? Did we use the Spark app and um, do a limited amount of sessions and so on? Yeah, so I use a checkout page through Spark, and then, um, yeah, and then, of course, it's in the app. And I'll tell you what, the one thing that this has done is this has forced everybody to download our app. Right. Yeah, and you have the because, uh, the actual app on a Spark app, which you have for your push notifications and everything through Spark, and you're able to communicate that way. I haven't done it yet. I really need to, don't I? Yeah. Yeah, well, and there's a free app. Right. I mean, I just happened to right. use the paid one because I wanted the branded one. But there's a free version of the app uh, that you can have. So uh, right. I, I wouldn't be opposed to doing that now. But I'll tell you what, it it it, it has allowed me to get the push notifications, like you said. Um, I I even last night because we've had you know parents going, well, how do I get on to Zoom? How do I you know I, how do I um, get the audio to work and there's so there's like three or four questions well last night i put to, i put together uh tutorials some i just directed them to uh there's only one video i needed to make myself and that was how the, how our end works right when you right. click this it takes you to zoom blah, blah 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 um but all the other frequently asked questions i just took from zoom and then i, I inside the app i i put a link for them to click the button you know, click the link and it takes them to the Zoom page, and then yeah. the Zoom lady uh, explains it to them. You know, hey, this you know, is, if you're having audio problems, yeah. So I created a section in the app for, uh, free, you know, frequently asked questions about Zoom. Yeah, that's great though. Um, I actually am happy, super happy with Spark. I mean, I mean, beyond overwhelmed with the stuff that they must have being done right now but but they they have uh they put it together where and you're using it and i'm using it where we put in our roster of students for a particular class you know little warriors monday wednesday friday from 4 to four thirty. um and then you put all your students in that go and then um it will literally remind them via email and through text message that says click this link and then they click the link and the link opens and push up. And notification. Yeah, and a push notification. And, and yeah, exactly. And then it opens up the link, and it says, your class starts in five minutes. Click this button. And then the button will drive you to Zoom, and it has its password protected. And the password is hidden, so people can't get the password. So they click on the link. Boom, they're in Zoom, password protected. And then they're able to um, watch and do the class. And then if you kick them out, if they're, if they're, you know, expired and they don't renew and you don't want to give them access to the class, when well, you make them inactive, you take them out of that roster, they no longer have access to those classes either. And it tracks their attendance. When they sign in, boom, it gives you, it puts the attendance in for the class, which is amazing. So I think that's pretty, pretty cool. And I don't know, since you don't have the app, um, uh, they also added uh, a section. So, I'm not going to do this justice, but at the very uh, – can you uh, – wait. Yeah, I can move it to you. Yeah, right there. Shave or no shave, that's the question. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So up here, when I click this, 
Okay, yeah. My classes. So it used to be just classes, so you could see the class schedule. Now, whatever right. classes you are – I hit the wrong one. Sorry. Whatever classes you are in, the roster will show up there. Wow. That's great. Yep. So that's uh, – yeah. So, like, all right, so you saw the shave, no shave, right? Then the Zoom, and then we've got lunchtime, important updates that will affect wow. your class. That's when, you know, Zoom yeah. had created the passwords, so I created a video. And then, you know, how to connect virtually to your classes, virtual private lessons. I mean, they're all in there. Right. And then, obviously, we have their curriculum section. So inside of the curriculum, let me uh, go to this real quick. Uh, let me just go to the white belts. So inside, you can see the, the curriculum there, right? Right, yeah. Kind of. So if I click on uh, white belts, I created a section. Actually, Mr. Bean created it called Home Study Lesson Plan. So they clicked on that Home <laughs> Study Lesson Plan. Let me click on it. And then all of the virtual classes that we've done, can you kind of see that? Yeah, see it. Yeah. Yeah, so all the virtual classes are are in there. So all you got to do is press it and you if you missed your class last night, there it is. Yeah, that's great. So, yeah, we've thrown those inside the app and everything. Right. Yeah, so um so yeah, that's pretty incredible. I mean, the the more the technology it makes it simpler because even people are funny like Okay, I gave them the link, they get the link, they click on the link, and they don't scroll down on the link that says click here. So now I get a text message that says, what's my link and password? I go, it's right where you clicked on. Did you go into – now I have to go through this whole detective thing. Did you go into the email? Did you get it on an old thing, on an old – like, what link are you using? No, no, I just got your email. Okay, have you scrolled down? Okay, scroll down. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Like, you know, take some time to – Scroll, look, like do some things, but it's funny how people are so afraid of making an error or a mistake, so they don't they don't go any further. But it's making it once they get used to the pattern and they get used to the routine, um, now they'll be able to do it. Like last night, I did that virtual class with the guest instructor, and my one staff member is like uh, Reggie Ryan. He's like, uh, you know, the people don't know. The, did they get the link? I'm like, yeah, I texted it, I emailed. He's like, no, no one's on. And then all of a sudden, bing, 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 bing. People started coming on. Going, everyone got it. The ones that don't get it are just not paying attention. I don't know what else I could do for them other than continually keep sending reminders and emails and text messages and so on. However, the one thing that we could be doing, rather than staying disengaged, and I do realize this is maybe calling the people personally and saying, hello, we miss you, where you've been. So, um, you know, our goal as instructors, of course, is to keep people as engaged as possible. So if we have a population that's actively training in our virtual online interactive classes, that's great. But the ones that aren't, we need to we need to reach out to them. Even if we sent them a text and they didn't respond, sent them an email and they didn't respond, we need to give them a phone call. So because the better we are at engaging our clients, of course, just like retention, um, if they're not showing up to class, we need to call them. If they're not responding to the email or the text message, we need to call them, you know, and maybe even drive to their house kind of thing, you know, that kind of mentality. Yeah. So, yeah. So, what other things uh, can we do to, keep, you know, get people engaged um, or keep them engaged? Um, and, well, and let me ask this. I, I know I saw uh, a couple of um, a couple of 
groups or whatever, but, but, um, oh gosh, what is it? Oh, they were giving away, you know, like a free summer camp day. They were giving away a free day camp. Uh, there was, right. uh, you know, par- parents night out or, yeah. you know, yeah, so I, I promise. How do you feel about those I, things? Well, I promise my students that once they come back, we are going to give them a little bit of a time credit. Not massive, not like, okay, we've been out for two months, you're going to get two months for free because we have been doing these classes. And, and a good majority of these kids are training and training more so than they ever did, right? Because normally they were busy with football, soccer, t-ball, religion, and all this other stuff. Now they're not doing anything but our in-house classes. So I have kids that are training five days a week with us. Um, so I am going to give a little bit of credit, but we are going to give a parents' night out. I'm going to do a free one. And then I'm, for the older people, like, you know, nine and, and older, I'm going to do a free seminar. Um, and we're just going to have a big seminar. And, and maybe even doing something when you get back in, you know, like a, a barbecue or something. You know, for most of us, it's summertime. Do something, do a get-together, a beach day, whenever we could get together in public and it's safe to do so. And we've been, you know, approved to do so. And people feel comfortable. Do something nice. Keep that connection because we the, the virtual zoom classes are cool i'm getting to meet people's pets their siblings the grandparents that i didn't know they lived with i didn't even know some of my kids had older brothers and sisters never met them before they've been with me two three years i'm like who's that oh that's my brother i'm like dude i've never met your brother you've been with me for three three years never once stopped in to say hello or visited with you or trained and watched a class so it's interesting right um, to see, I also gave out every a T-shirt to everybody. I gave them my Discover the Ninja in You T-shirt. So when they come back, I'm just going to give them all a T-shirt. Um, I, I'm giving out my book. I have a kid's book and a ninjutsu book for adults. So I, I'm telling people still, if you want, like I have a lady coming down for her daughter tonight, and I'm going to uh, put it in a bag and wrap it up and put it on the door so that they could just take it home with them. And uh, another thing, too, I want to give you an idea. A lot of people I've had – not a lot, but I've had a few people that have purchased hand mitts and, and gloves because they have the WaveMaster at home and they want to work out. So um, there is still some retail opportunity. If you have a bunch of inventory on gloves or, or maybe you want to order bags, those hand mitts from whatever company you order them from, um, and then you could sell them to the parents at a really decent price, but you still make a profit. Even if you made 15, 20 bucks on a pad or 10 bucks on a pad, and everyone has pads to work out with, so the parents can hold them at home, or the kids' siblings can hold them for each other. Yeah, I wouldn't even mind making five bucks on a pad just to uh, keep them engaged. Exactly. Yeah, even if you gave them away for for for, uh, for you know uh, without any profit cost. whatsoever, just that cost. Right. Right. But that's something that we've kind of pulled back from. But parents are still out there driving around getting food, you know, so they can buzz past your school. You don't have to meet with them and let them in even. You could just charge out their credit card and then say, at what time are you going to be there? I'll leave it on the door so it's not sitting out there the whole entire day to get stolen, right? So I'll leave it on the door for you, and you just come and grab it. Right? Yeah, so, yeah, and just make it Saturday. Saturday's pickup day. <laughs> yeah, or whatever day. Is, boom, 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 or whatever day. Right. You're, you're at your dojo every day, right? You're there pretty much every day, so – um, so, uh, so you could, um, you know, you could do it any day, any time, a convenient time to them. Just leave it on the door, or put it in the mailbox, or have a secret drop spot. You know, if you have behind the shrub in the in the front of the school, yeah. you know that kind of thing. You know, so that no one else is just coming by and stealing your stuff, and you have a kid who's got like 400 bands at his house. All right, so hand pads, I got to do that. 
Yeah, maybe even uh, kicking pads, the uh, the uh, the paddles, big right? Ones. Yeah, yeah, paddles, the big bag, the big pads, you know, the big tall body bags that we hold, you know, that kind of thing. And I mean, weight oh, yeah, 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 air shields. Yeah, no, Although they're out. Have to, they're out of wave masters, although I have a ton of them, and I have so many. I was thinking of putting a few of them up for sale. I even have tons and tons of tatami mats that I, that I was thinking of putting them up for sale. The tatami mats that were, you know, from Swain and, and uh, um, you know, zebra mats. So I have so many extras of those that I could say, hey, listen, if you want to build out your little home dojo now, we have them available. So that's something that I might do as well. So I've been thinking about it. It's just a matter of getting people. You're going to have to meet with that, you know, people on that point. Um, all, right. all right. So, so what else? Yeah, we got we to gotta get a running list here and, and get at it, right? Um, right. We've got the shaving thing. We've got lunch with the sensei, uh, virtual uh, seminars, bringing people in. Uh, and listen, guys, if you're interested in those virtual seminars, uh, Allie definitely is is uh, probably available more than I am, not that I'm more important than you, uh, but I, I think you're, you know, you have a, well, no, listen, you have a, uh, listen, being a ninja, that just draws people, right? I don't know what I would teach. You know, my, my, uh, I don't want to say specialty, but I, I, I'm more of a self-defense, um, you know, uh, gosh, well, I, how would I even describe it? I would just say more of a practical self-defense, uh, yeah. you know, take them out as quickly as possible type thing. Yeah. You know, not that I don't teach karate, but right. I, I just think, I just think you would be a really good draw. I really do. Um, Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, I, I'm available. I do want to help out school owners if they're interested, so that's not a problem. So just to let me know if anybody's interested. But um, but yeah, I think that I think that's an interesting thing too. Like, well, so we could have guest instructors. That's one thing. And if you most of us have friends all over the country, um, you know, you might have a friend in Idaho or wherever, you know, Kansas, and, and um, you know, like places like Illinois and stuff like that, like boring towns like that, you know, like, no, just kidding. Um, but, uh, no, but you know, what's really, really cool is that, you know, you can have a multitude of them and, and it's only a 45 minute class. So if you have 10 classes throughout the week, you could have one or two of them as guest spots and it's a guest spot. So they don't have to pay. Um, and if they feel like showing up, they show up. It's not like, Oh my God, you have three of them this week. And, and it's going to cost me X amount. No, it, it's free. You know, like people are saying, like when I put that thing out, I said it's a guest. It get, we have a guest instructor. I did get a lot. I don't know why, but I got a lot of emails and text messages. Are we allowed to do this as well? Kind of thing. And I'm like, of course you are. This is what we're doing it for you. Um, but uh, it was interesting to me to see like people and that question. The reason why they asked that question was like, am I allowed to do this? Like, I, are we also going to get this privilege? Like they, they felt like the question was pretty cool because um, it made me think like this is a special thing and they want to make sure that they're a part of it. Right. So yeah, right. guest instructors. So yeah, you know, I wrote down some of the things you said, um, you know, selling maybe some of your mats that you don't need pad sales. Like if you have used pads, right. Now's the time, the little hand mitts that in your dojo that you've been using for years. Now's the time, blow them out, sell them for five bucks or give them away for free. 
to all your students, you know, and buy, buy new ones when you come back, right? So that's another gesture that could keep him in the, in the school. But, um, or you could buy ones and uh, there are a bunch of companies out there. You can get your name branded on it and sell it at cost price. I love your idea. Lunch with the sensei, um, virtual seminars is really cool. Um, I even thought I just got an idea and wrote it down. I'm going to check into Ninja Hood. You know, with the face mask, how cool would that be? Everyone in my town running around with ninja hoods on when they go out in public or play in their yard, they have their ninja hoods on. So I, your T-shirt idea, right, giving yeah. away those T-shirts, I thought about doing that, but I really wanted to do a uh, – and I haven't seen this yet from anybody, um, and not that I, I want to corner the market. Uh, I could care less. But – and maybe you can help me with this. Maybe you can help all of us on this channel with this because you're quite creative. Uh, yours would be more of a ninja type thing, but if we could come up with a generic one too, because uh, you know I do a, a t-shirt summer. I always do right. t-shirt summer. Right. So I was thinking about having a t-shirt made for everybody, and, and usually I sell them. So I usually make a pretty penny for our t-shirts right. in the summer. Yeah. Um, but I, I want to. I'm going to have to get because uh, I'm not going to be able to afford it. But I'm going to have to get some sponsors to help me pay for these T-shirts. Anyways, yeah. that being said, coming up with a some sort of uh, martial art or karate uh, survived uh, coronavirus T-shirt type thing. Like, yeah. I mean, yeah, there's, there's T-shirts out there that my uh, uh, stepbrother just sent my son, because he's supposed to graduate this, well, he will graduate from high school this yeah. year, but it's, it's a, it's, it's got like a couple of toilet paper rolls on it and said something, because the toilet paper rolls are part of the 2020, because he's the class of 2020, oh, okay. so the zeros are the price. <laughs> and it said something about uh, coronavirus uh, ruined my uh, senior year, or something like, it just, it was cute, right? right. Um, uh, and, and, uh, but for us, to do something like that and give that away, that you see, you, you see where I'm going with that, right? Yeah, David Nemiroff wrote, "Our dojo survived the survived the coronavirus," you know, something like that. I have to say though, I'm just like, I have such a negative feeling towards that word. Like when I even hear it, it bothers me. So I'm like, I get that way sometimes. I'm a little odd. Like I don't want to be reminded of bad things. So even like the T-shirt, but I saw some cool stuff. Like I'm. Uh, I, I get uh, sometimes cameos done, uh, you know, cameos from the company Cameo, and they have, like, celebrities, and the celebrities do shout-outs to you and things like that. And, um, but they had something really cool where I, I forget the slogan. Let me see if it's on their website. I'll pull it up. But they had a really cool slogan about the shutdown. So uh, let me see what it said. Um, but, yeah, you know, things like that that are cute. But, you know, I, I basically did my T-shirts. I think I paid about 8 bucks wholesale for the shirts, right, somewhere around there, 7 or 8 bucks. That's printed, designed with my custom Discover the Ninja in You shirt. And I bought a bunch of them beforehand, and I anticipated on giving them out to everybody for Christmas as a Christmas gift. And initially, uh, they, they were a little delayed in the printing, so I missed that Christmas deadline. So then I'm, I'm going to give them out anyway, and I paid for them so Let's say I got, you know, 200 shirts, you know, $7 a shirt. That's like $1,400 it costs me to give them out, you know. And um, you're right, though. You could go out and get a sponsor. So you could get on the sleeve, you know, your local pizza parlor or delicatessen or your accountant's name. 
and have them give you 200 bucks. And now they're on every shirt that you give out. So it's advertisement for them. And um, that'll come off your total outlay. So if you get a few sponsors, you can get, you know, I used to do that with my tournament. I'd have all the schools that were competing ask them if they wanted to be on the tournament shirt. And then um, I would give free tournament shirts out to everyone who competed that day, or at least at least some supplies lasted. But being that I got money from every single school, I had like 25, 30 schools, they paid for the cost of the shirt. So I was able to give value to the competitor free, but at the same time, it wasn't coming out of my pocket. Right, right. right. So, um, yeah, I'm trying to see on Cameo what it said, but it was a cool word, like they had celebrities and something to do with uh something to do with uh, the shutdown and it was, you know, like quarantine, celebrity quarantine or something like that. But, um, but anyway, so yeah, we maybe come up with some cool idea. And then um, uh, let's see, David Nemiroff wrote dojo. Uh, what's that question? Sensei David, uh, what does dojo question mark mean? So let us know. Um, our dojo survived the coronavirus. I'm not sure. Um, but anyway, so, uh, so yeah, so that's another another thing, right? Giving out, martial, giving out those things. Listen, yeah, martial arts, martial art, tri-star martial arts. Yeah, I don't know, like kick, uh, kick the quarantine. Like I, you know, right. I don't know. So, I like the word quarantine yeah. though better than coronavirus. Me too. He was David said I was making a joke because you said you didn't like that word, but you didn't say that word that you didn't like. Oh. <laughs> yeah, you, you didn't like right. the word dojo, right? No. Right, right. He's funny. He's always throwing stuff at me, that guy. That guy's trouble. No. Um, yeah, him, him and I always joke all the time about stuff. So, uh, yeah, I mean, like, so, quarantine if, is if you guys cool. are listening to this, If you guys are listening to this later and you come up with some neat slogan or something, please go to, uh, uh, you know, this post, obviously, if you're watching this on uh, on our Facebook yeah. channel. Uh, you know, please put put some ideas in there for T-shirt slogans uh, for that, so everybody can use them. Yeah. And then, and um, if you're listening to this later on uh, on the podcast, then please go to um, uh, you know, go to our about section, and you know, Allie's email is there, my email is there. You can email us that too. Yeah, and I have you know, and by the way, here's a few things that people should be doing. It just gave me a little bit of a brainstorm. I, I mean, I have a website business, as you know, EliteInsights.com. <laughs> we would love to uh, take over your website if you're not happy with your website company. That's my quick little plug. But here, here's the one thing that that I wanted to mention. Like, I'd have we have about a hundred website clients, right? Maybe, maybe Dwayne, twenty five of them have asked us to put something up on their website, whether it be their virtual schedule for their class pages, whether it been a notice that says, Hey, we've been shut down and we missed you or whatever it is, only about a third of our people have asked us to engage with their clients. And we've emailed them in text messages numerous times to say you should have done this. Right? Um and uh and they still haven't. So People, the one thing I suggest to the listeners, too, is to not be so disengaged. you got to really take this. I know it's hard. I mean, I sometimes want to just stay in my room and shut the shades and watch Netflix all day. Um, but we yeah. have to still be in our, in our students' lives, and we still have to be out there. Because what did you say, Dwayne, to me about three weeks ago? If we're not growing and we're losing, we're going to eventually disappear. So that's why you and I, last minute, I mean, not last minute, but last week, um, started doing virtual uh, promotions for to get new students on our on our interactive online training session. So 
were actively marketing on Facebook and you have how many people did you get that inquired? Like we were up to like 20 now or something? Yeah, close to that. And this week alone, um, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six as of yesterday, uh, I had six intros. Yes, uh, let's just say three on Monday and three on Tuesday, right? So, so an intro to you is somebody who you already, let me explain this to the clients, they've already gone from the Facebook ad to your landing page, landing page to your checkout page, checkout page to the sign-up, right? Now you're calling them and setting up a one-on-one intro, right? Yeah. And, you know, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you're, you're doing something, you're explaining to them about Zoom, and one person said to me, I'm going to teach them about Zoom. He says, but if they've already gotten on Zoom, don't they already get it? Don't they already have it? So I'm like, yeah, that, that's true. But I just want to explain to them, like, the culture of the class, you know, make sure your kids are ready on time, you know, what they're going to be doing in the classroom. So we're technically putting them into a free month of training, and then that free month, yes. hopefully they're going to love it. And if we come out of this by next month um, and we're back in business, um, you know, back into our schools, then we're going to, uh, you know, we're going to hopefully get them to come into the classroom and be there live. If not, then, you know, it's just like a trial class. Like if they, we were giving a one month out free, um, so then they come in and they do the trial for the one month and fall in love with it. The only difference is you're making them fall in love with it via the internet or via online interactive classes. So that's amazing, dude. You have six new people when most people are like, ah, shutting down. Yeah, and I will tell you that I had, um, and, and I'll talk about the offer that I'm giving too. In, in a second, but I, I had a mom register her two kids, they're former students. And so, wow. you know, of course, I set up a time to talk to her and I uh, talked to dad last night and they're going to let me know by Friday what they want to do. But I, I gave them an opportunity. I said, hey, look, uh, this is this is what we're doing for this is brand new students. This is people. These are brand new trials. You guys have already been a student here. But what I'd like to do for you is this. And, uh, you know, we'll do this, uh, you know, and this means uh, our, our, um, we're 149 a month, but I will, I will give you 149 a month for both of your girls while things are virtual. And then once we go back to, um, you know, so two for one, basically, but once we go back to the physical classes again, you know, the first girl will be 149, the next one will be 134.10, which is 10% off. And, right. uh, and the, the dad said, okay, well, let me talk to mom about that. And then he goes, can I call you on Friday? I said, certainly, just give me a call on Friday, and then we'll move forward if that's what you want to do. So that right. gave me a thought, that gave me a thought that I need to um, reach out to all of um, our, our uh, individuals that have done trials with us before. Right, prospects. And see if we can get them out, yep. And, and yep. also the ones that, that still haven't done a trial that told us no before. Yeah. And or, or, because or, or, now, said, or said, or said yes and never came in. Yeah. But now we are, and we talked about this on this podcast before, we are one of the only, uh, um, exercise sports, uh, we are the, one of the only interactive things that can actually be done in the house, you know, besides yes. dance. Uh, I would say, yeah. you know, and obviously music lessons, but we are one of the only activities that can keep kids engaged, uh, you know, for 15, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, that type of thing. And so I'm going to go back and do that. I've, I've, uh, I'm working on crafting an email to send that out. 
And then lastly, I would say people that already had trials scheduled with you this month, you need to uh, get a hold of them and get them in to do your virtual trials. Right. Now, um, right. my offer, here's what we're doing, is you, it's four weeks virtually. When the four weeks are done, we have an enrollment conference. And I explain this in my 15-minute jumpstart call with them. Uh, right. And like you had said, yes, they go to the website, they go to the checkout page, they go to our online scheduler, they schedule their, their, their live, uh, you know, jumpstart orientation. In that 15-minute jumpstart orientation, we, uh, I explain, obviously I want them to, they got, you know, they got to get on Zoom to do it, so now they know what Zoom right. is and how it works in case they didn't know how to before. Right. Of course, we go through the etiquette. This is what's going on. I do a little five-minute five, five minute little thing with the kid. But then I also present, um, you know, the program to the parent right up front. And I say, you know, look, it's four weeks. After that, the regular price of our program is $149 a month with a $100 registration fee. Um, right. Our special right now is we're waiving the $100 registration <laughs> fee. Also, uh, your first month is only 99, so you save 50 bucks the first month, and then every month after that is 149. Uh, we do right. everything electronically, either through a debit or credit card on a monthly basis, and you can pick the time of the month that you wanted to come out. Yeah. Um, so I just want you to know that up front, Mrs. Jones. Uh, and of course, again, I'm not doing this justice because prior to all of that, I've asked the right questions. You know, what are you looking for out of a martial arts program for Johnny? Blah 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 blah. blah. I mean. I'm not right. getting into that. You as a professional school owner should know that you got to ask those questions anyways. And all of these people have understood, you know, what what the price is going to be afterwards. And so I right. think that's important uh, to move forward with that. But uh, I want to be yeah. able to make that connection via video, uh, get them used to that, and then move forward. So that's that's what we're doing, how we're doing it. So there you have it. Yeah, and I also um, are doing something pretty much the same way. Um, I still haven't worked out the kinks because we're just about to launch our whole entire marketing campaign. Um, today is Wednesday, so by Friday it'll be out there. And um, if people want to check it out, I'm going to type it in here, but you can go to my website, www.liminja.com, and then go to the Cyber Dojo page in the top, the, the navigation bar. Um, Cyber Dojo in the navigation. I'm just typing that out and as I say. As I that's fine. And that's something different than what I did because what I did is I replaced my uh, my front page. So TriStarKarate.com is that page. Oh, okay. So your website is now your front page, your landing page. Absolutely. Yeah. I, uh, I, I'm not doing any birthday parties or summer camps or any Like none of that. Nobody's signing up for any of that right now. Right. You know? So right. I just I personally made it my front page. That's interesting though. That's a good concept though, because right now, like that is your market. Yeah, and I don't want them searching around for it. It's just that's my front page. So I replaced my front page. Right. Good. Good idea. That's really pretty interesting. I got to think about that. I think that through. Um, yeah. So anyway, I mean that's another thing. So people, if um, if you're not doing internet classes, and I've kind of wanted to coin the slogan um, where it's not virtual, it's not internet classes, it's interactive, live interactive martial art classes. Very important that people understand um, because you have to put value on the class. It's not a pre-recorded in-the-can class. Like a lot of my friends are shooting videos and putting them up on YouTube. Yes, that's awesome that you're doing that. 
it's just not the same. Um, people don't feel engaged. They can watch it, put it on pause, go to the bathroom, go watch TV, go have breakfast, come back. It doesn't have the same validity as a live scheduled class, right? So it's important for people to understand that we're, you know, we're there with them. We're looking in their eyes. We're talking to every single student who's up on the screen. We're, we're highlighting them. I don't know if you're doing this, but we're doing like, hey, hey, okay, we're doing punches. Okay, great. Let's, um, let's, follow rivers. Let's see if you could go as fast and as sharp and as deep of a horse dance as rivers. And then you highlight them on the Zoom screen and they're the main screen that everyone's looking at. Now he's highlighted and he's doing his punches as fast and as hard as he can. And, and now you're sharing that throughout it. And especially yesterday in my guest instructor, he says, hey, let me see, let me see some of the people who are doing the moves. And, and then we would highlight and my guy Ryan was at the school He's, he was the main account, so he's saying, okay, let me highlight Joe. Let me highlight this one. And, okay, back to you, Sensei, and then he'd teach some more. So it's kind of like we had a whole entire, like, you know, a network production team going. Yeah, I, I'm not doing that. And the only reason I'm not doing that is because I want uh, the instructor to be the one that's on the screen the whole time because right. I am recording <laughs> these and I'm, I'm, I'm putting them in our app. And I don't want anybody's house to be on that app. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. I, I haven't recorded many of them. So that's where we recorded a few, like the one last night, but um, we're, we're just doing our classes like normal, just like we were, you know, doing a regular class, but I love that you're recording them so people could get them. You have it yeah. on your app with a push notification of what they did last night. So in case they missed it, they could jump back in and watch it. Right. And here's part of the, re uh, the other reason is because, I have some people that literally can't make that time because I had to change right. the times of our classes. Yeah. And so what I and what they've been doing, I have one whole family, like the whole family is in it, uh, except for the baby because they just had a baby. But right. uh, the whole family is in it, and at the end of the week, she uh, pushed notifications me, you know, through the app and says, "All right, we we did both classes this week," and all they're doing is watching right. the recording of the class. That's awesome. And then I go, in and I go in and I give them class credit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's still interactive because they're being taught in a way where the teacher's in the class. So that's different than, like, if you're teaching a classroom where you just go, here are my nine basic empty hand, ten empty hand movements, right? It's how you do it. Block, yeah. slap it, you know, hit to the, you know, whatever. Um, you know, okay, practice them on your own, that kind of thing. So, I mean, um, you know, so we're here really engaged. Uh, Sensei uh, Bodansky wrote, uh, Dwayne, typo on your page, trial to trail. Yeah. Um, yeah, hey, Sensei Bodansky, I'm always helping Dwayne with some spelling errors, too, so, and he does it with me as well. We find each other's mistakes. No, here. no, no, no. Uh, I, I, I'm, I am a spelling deficient, all right? I, yeah. Uh, a couple of years ago, this is probably five, six years ago, one of my instructors, uh, uh, pointed at a sign and he goes, he goes, uh, do you realize that you spelled parents parnets? And I just hit the one letter before the other. And uh, yep. and that's, I'm sure that's what happened in trial. Um, but uh, I hit one letter before the other and I had already sold, I don't know, like $2,500 worth of summer camps. Um, and uh, and I said, well, it seems to be working. I think maybe the, the misspelling is actually getting people to read and see if there's other exactly. misspellings. Well, I have to so tell I, you. I, I just left it there. Hey, hey, let me tell you something. My friend, uh, Rich Vecina, he, he runs like nine tempo schools on Long Island. Um, he always says, and he's funny because we always joke with him, but he's like 72 years old. And um, he always says these things like they're like the, the inventions that he just came up with. He's like, you know what I do? 
I hang my signs intentionally crooked. And I'm like, and we all laugh, like, okay, great, great, Rich. That's a great thing. You know, like, good job, buddy. However, I hung my sign on my door for the wintertime because it says, please keep the door closed because, you know, don't let the heat out because people stand there with the door open and the freezing cold wind is blowing into the lobby. So I hung the sign crooked. And um, people are like, your sign is crooked. And I'm like, did you read it? They're like, yeah. And I'm like, he's got his arms or something. So intentionally, <laughs> I, hang, I hang my sign crooked now. So people are like, what the? And then they look at it like, you know, intentionally it's crooked. So uh, there is something to that, spelling errors and, and crooked things. It's something, you know, how you have to figure out what it actually says. And people are like, what is he trying to say here? And then they get it, you know, that kind of thing. So we have my uh, my client and good friend of mine from uh, Perth in Western Australia um, on board with us right now. And for him, today it's now, uh, today is what, Wednesday at 10 a.m. So it's 10 p.m. for him right now in Australia. He's 12-hour different than us behind. So sometimes it's weird. I'm texting him in the middle of the night, and he's in the next day in the morning. Um, so when we do our coaching calls, I'm up at 7 a.m. and it's 7 p.m. for him so I'm like just waking up and he's winding down from his day when we do our calls so um, he's a great guy he's dealing with the same stuff by the way same situation lockdowns you know questions on whether we're going to continue he's doing virtual classes and so on um, so no different all the way across the world um, which is kind of cool that we have our friends on here with us well, I so just I, think uh, I just time. corrected I just corrected the, the 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 trial word. So thank you. Who is that? Who who told me that, that was, I had been spelled that? Bodansky. All right, thank you, sir. It is corrected now. So yeah. However, you know, if that was me, this is what I would have done. I would have corrected and said, "What are you talking about? This is not spelled wrong." It'll be like, "Yeah, let me." Oh, you changed it on me, right? <laughs> so. Yeah, so you know what? I, 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 I'm, uh, I'm okay with the fact that uh, I, 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 well, look, I titled this, I put peak. Right. Uh, P E E K, not P E A K, right? Right, right. Yeah, like, I just, and I'll tell you, part of it, well, right, and part of my problem is spelling. I'll, I'll give you that. The other pro, the other, my other problem is, like, I just, uh, tried to, Move quick, get it done, and then and then leave and go to do the next thing, and then I'll have people yeah. that will say, "Oh, hey, did you see this or did you see that?" And I probably and, and, saw it anyways, so I get that and help me correct stuff. And I'm a victim to spell check on my iPhone, which I hate because it changes words quite often. So the other day on my Vegan Ninja Chef page, I wrote that I uh, made a meal with Beyond Meat. Um, I forget what it was, and um, but it changed. And when I hit send, I didn't even realize. And then people kept, they write to me, like, how much is that Beyonce meat? Like, how much did it take you to get Beyonce and turn her into food? Like, oh, I wish I could buy Beyonce meat because it changed it to Beyonce. So I'm like, I'm getting more responses than I ever did with it saying Beyonce meat that I'm not even correcting it because I'm getting more people commenting and more interaction than anything, you know. So it's kind of funny. But, hey, listen, we've already well, been on for an hour. I, I was just going to say, it kind of goes back to what Dan Kennedy always talked about, uh, is the fact that, you know, look at what everybody's doing and do the exact opposite. Uh, yeah, and, and don't be afraid. Listen, one last thing I could say, like, people asked me recently behind the scenes, are you recruiting and trying to go after your renewals? I'm saying, like, of course, if people are expiring, 
I'm asking for them to renew. Now, there are going to be people that are at the end of their contract, and they're going to say, no, I, I'm, we're going to take a break with this whole corona thing. But then there are those people that say to me, yeah, of course we're renewing. We're doing the classes. We're, we're engaged. And, and I've had some renewals. So that kind of made me feel good because I was kind of feeling squirmish about asking. Um, and then I just said, hey, I'm going to approach it just like anything else and say, are you going to renew? And, and I could see that they've been engaged in the classes anyway. So they're like, yeah, sure. And they said, as long as we don't lose our jobs and, you know, or we're broke, you know, and I said, listen, if that happens, just come to me, you know, I, but for now, when, and my goal is like, listen, I, I asked the parents, I wrote a nice letter the other day, kind of swiped and deployed, technically stolen from my good friend, Bob Austin. And he said, listen, if you can afford it, stick with us and support us. If you can't, we'll support you, right? If you're really technically broke and you have no jobs and you want your kid to still train in the virtual classes, just let us know. We're here for you. Um, but we do ask for that in return. I, I do have a few people though I'm a little annoyed at that um, they didn't want to pay for the full month last month because we were closed for two weeks. So they charged back on their credit card rather than just texting me and saying like, you know, hey, can we have our money back or, or let us have our payment for the month at least. So they charged it back. So I had to deal with that. And then we get charged $20 per charge back. So it ended up costing me, I lost whatever the tuition was and $40 on top of it. And I'm kind of annoyed at them. I'm like, you could have just said to us, you know, can we have a refund and, and put our membership on hold? So anyway, I sent out this letter and if people need me to help them, I will. I, if people need help, I will. And um, I'm hoping that all of us are doing the right thing as school owners. And I'm sure it will come back to us tenfold. Hey, I, I was just going to say this, I, uh, and I, I didn't even think about saying it, but uh, you said uh, uh, Bodansky, right? Yes, to say Bodansky, yes, Bogdansky. Yeah, yeah, so he, he let us know or let me know that I had spelled trial wrong, correct? Yeah. Yeah, but look, he, he didn't even spell my name right. <laughs> Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. He spelled it without the e. <laughs> yeah, which is the I, I look, look I, again. I'm uh, I'm a horrible speller, so I'll just say that. I just I was looking at the screen, going, "Hey, there's a typo in what he typed." So but yeah, funny. but you you yelled at me the other. Well, you didn't yell at me, but you told me the other day. It's like we know each other for all these years, and you keep spelling Brummett wrong. And I'm like, yeah, I, I'm just <laughs> that's, I'm just typing. That's different. That's different. Yeah. You know me, and you know what I mean? So. <laughs> yeah. So cool. Hey, listen, so, this is a good call. I hope that I hope people are still finding, you know, some sort of motivation in, in our calls, and um, I hope that they're, you know, learning some things or, you know, taking some ideas, and they're utilizing them to keep their schools. After all, Dwayne, you and I have been doing this for, what was this, this is our 238th call? Uh, this is the 36, 236. 236 calls you and I have put in 236 plus hours in helping school owners grow their businesses, get good ideas. We've had some amazing guest instructors. And, um, you know, this is something that uh, I think that uh, we would love to continue to share. And we're hoping that through these times, these struggles, that some of the ideas we have and thoughts we've had that we've shared has helped school owners. And um, if we have, um, share this group with others. They can't join it unless they're accepted by us because we want to make sure they're a legitimate school owner. Um, but, uh, but share this group. We hope to get our enrollment in this group up to a thousand soon. We're at like almost 600 right now. So if you have a martial arts friend that you know that could benefit from our talk, 
share it with them. And uh, we are always looking for sponsors to help Dwayne and I <clears throat> kind of help us, uh, you know, take care of some of the expenses that incur from our app or be live and our website and stuff like that. So if you know of anybody that that would maybe want to highlight their company or, or their uh, product, please have them reach out to us. All right. Thanks, Allie. And uh, we'll talk to everybody next week. Yes, 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 yes. And uh, Mike Kodansky wrote, for some reason I could not see this when typing, and he spelled some wrong. <laughs> Touche. Um, and I understand. So, hey, Sian Bodansky, if you need me to come in and do a virtual guest class, please let me know. And uh, since they Ross Taylor, I'm also welcome, uh, available to help you in uh, Australia to do a guest guest class. But this does not replace me flying out there eventually, so I want to come and visit you. But all right, Dwayne, awesome. We'll talk to you next week. I'll talk to you personally tomorrow. I'm sure we'll chat. And uh, you have an amazing, positive day. Stay as strong as you can and uh, stay healthy and, you know, uh, stay in. All right. <laughs> talk to you later, man. Bye. Awesome. Take care. Bye.